Welcome back to Momming Up Podcast. This is Chelsea, and we have two guests with us today. Uh, they're a little nervous, so I'm going to introduce them for them. Uh, we have my mom, Rhonda, and my aunt, Aunt Terry. So um, we have them on the podcast today to talk about single parenting. Um, they've both done that for as long as I can remember, since I was born, so at least almost 30 years, <laughs> 30 years in. Um, so we can just jump right in. Um, Rhonda, I'll let you, or mom, I'm going to call you mom, not Rhonda. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll let you go first. Uh, your names of your children, ages, um, and we'll just start with that. Chelsea, 29. And Colton, 26. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm old. I think so. <laughs> uh, I think he's 26. He'll be 27 in October. Terry, you are going to have to talk us. <laughs> Terry's having a hot flash over here. <laughs> There's going to be lots of laughs in this podcast. So, and Terry, your children, their names and ages. Dustin is 26. Do I do my stepchildren? Yep. Mariah is 26. Reed is 24. And Riker is 20. <laughs> um, so like I said, I have always had my mom. Um, known her to be a single parent since I was born. Um, and so I just wanted to make I wanted to have Terry and my mom on at the same time because they both kind of, I think, helped each other out at times. Um, and I always think of Aunt Terry as a second mom to me. Um, and so I wanted to have them on at the same time because if I just had my mom, she would be crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the first question, and you guys can decide who answers first, um, but the first question I want to ask is... Thinking back, or even current, let's let's go back to the past. So in the past, what was the hardest thing when it came to being a single parent? For me, I think it was not having that companion, the other adult in the house to share hard times with, to give you some kind of a relief and out so that it doesn't go back, don't go down to the kids, like financial stress um, when your kids are sick and having to miss work. I did have good family, people that stepped in and helped, thank God, they helped raise my ki kids, but it still didn't make it any easier when times got bad to have not have somebody to share it with. Mm -hmm. You had to kind of just go to bed at night and try to figure it out on your own. Yeah. I've always thought, like, thinking to myself, I've actually told Michael, I, I've said, once we have kids, there's no getting out of this. Like, you're you're stuck with me. Um, yeah, I agree with that because I don't think I could do any of it on my own. Right. Um, I wish more parents would feel that way that once they make that commitment with children because I know it wasn't easy on you kids either. Your dad was there financially and when he could be there physically, but he was in Alaska making the money to help support us, so mm -hmm. it wasn't always easy. Yeah. I think what was easy, made it easier for me, 
was that's just how I knew growing up. It was just normal. Oh, yeah. And I think as we, as you jump into your story a little bit too, Terry, I think it'll kind of, I, I mean, I'm not Dustin, but I think it's similar for him. It's just, that's how he knew it. So, yes. um, so same question for you, Terry. What is the, what was the biggest struggle in the past as a single parent? <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to say that since I wanted to be a mother my whole life, ever since I was like in seventh grade, I love babies. I couldn't wait to be a mom and whole, pack a baby around. That even being a single mother to him, I mean, it would have been nice to have a sperm donor, that's what I call him, in the picture so he could have a dad. But it's true about taking a village to raise a child and since we had such an awesome family. I mean, I guess I kind of liked having him to myself. <laughs> Not having to share. Because I had mom, dad, Auntie Roxanne, Auntie Rhonda, Auntie Tammy, and Brandy. you guys. Huh? Brandy, she helped him. Oh, Brandy months, right? babysat him. And yes, and he loved all his cousins growing up. And so I think it, it is sad knowing he didn't have his dad in his life. But at the same time, when he was when he was little, he used to ask about like the saddest thing ever, and I'm always gonna remember this. So when your dad, David, used to come visit, he was awesome. I used to step up, and when he took you and your brother someplace, and he would offer to take Dustin. One time, you guys came <clears throat> for my outing. When you guys went someplace to have those goggles, you guys um, got goggles. Like a 3D movie, maybe? Or no. Swimming. Was that a machinery place, maybe? It was this place oh, where he went for his probably work. probably like a painting. I think it was a yes, painting place. Yes, yeah. And he came home that night, and he was laying next to me on the bed. And he goes, Mommy. And I go, yeah. He goes, where's my daddy? He hate me. Mm. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, but thank God I had a parents magazine. And in one of those articles I just read, when... And the kids were asking about their different living situations. It said some mom, I tried to tell them, you know what? Some kids don't even have a mommy or a daddy and they live with their grandparents. And some kids don't have a mommy, they just live with their daddy. And I go, but you're always loved no matter what, Dustin. I go, I never feel you're not loved. And I always used to encourage him also because even though his sperm donor wasn't in his life, I didn't want him to think he was a bad guy because he really was a nice guy. Because I didn't want him to think he was going to turn out like mm-hmm. him. So I always made sure and tell, told him good things about his dad. And and I always made sure he knew that I would write letters to Mike and send him put pictures of Dustin in. So he didn't think I was keeping Mike from him. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want him to think, well, you, it's your fault he wasn't in my life. Right. So I made a point until age 12, 14... And said, look, Dustin, we're sending a letter to your dad to let him know how you're doing and sending him a picture of you and he can call us and come see us whenever he wants. Right. So. So he knew it wasn't like one-sided. Yes. So the scenarios were pretty different for you guys because you, mom, you still had dad who would, thankfully he supported with child support and he would visit a few times a month. Um. And so that's kind of the difference between you two because right. then Dustin's dad wasn't necessarily involved at all. No. Right. Um, 
would you mom would you say it was easier because dad was involved or do you think it would have been easier vice versa where clean slate clean break not having to share no i at first it was hard because your dad and i of course we divorced and it wasn't pretty but and it was wasn't every what every he didn't come a few times every month it was like every few months he would come like three or four months he'd come to bit for a visit i'm thankful for that um that he did that because as you got a little older it gave me a little bit of a break and a release for a week maybe especially when your brother started being having a lot of health issues and whatnot because it was a lot of pressure on me and it helped a lot being able to feel like i could kind of breathe a little bit when your dad was there for that week mm-hmm. at the same time it was hard because you were mine and it was hard to let go yeah. But, yeah. She didn't like to share you. No. <laughs> I, I had a hard time keeping my mouth shut when he tried to discipline or anything. Cause I, but, yeah. You yeah. Know, I, I, it's still, I'm glad and thankful that he came to visit. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess, moving forward to future, or, like, as we got older, what are what were some of the struggles, like, when it came to, like, our ages and disciplining and kind of doing it on your own for me it wasn't so much you guys you guys were great kids for me it was being a single parent and coming into financial situations and that threatened my home my job and it and I just want to make want to be let it be known to other single parents that when you do feel like you're down on your worst luck with it always 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 keep your children first and to let them know how well loved they are and don't during those times you can tend to let some not good people into your life and you have to keep stay focused and reach out to people that you know love you and churches people in the church just stay focused and reach for help because it can get messy if you don't and your kids will get lost in the shuffle and that's not just people, single parents just know there's somebody there out there to help mm-hmm. and don't ever forget that do you think if you weren't close by your family or friends it would have been even harder absolutely had I not had them close to me it would have been even worse no matter what I was going through whether I was able to reach out to anybody my family was always there to scoop my babies up mm-hmm. you guys up I mean even as you were older thank god otherwise I don't if, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have been able to come back to being mom and make my relationship with you good again because mm-hmm. we had some hard times. Yeah. And then same question for you, Terry. Um, as Dustin got older and, like, disciplining or, like, as he turned into a teenager and, like, those changes in his life were, like, what were some of those struggles as a single parent? Oh, he was a good kid, too. Grandma and Grandpa used to say we all raise good kids. So I think that I thought it would be hard for him when I got married and we had a blended family because he was only 15. He just turned 15. But he actually kind of liked it. He used to call his stepkids, his, the other kids. He would say, when are those other kids coming back? <laughs> <laughs> so, and all in all, he, he, I think he, there's a, some things that, well, I think he, I have really had no struggles with him. He was a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was into his sports. 
I mean, I shouldn't have told him to stay away from girls in high school because he didn't go to prom or homecoming. I feel like that's my fault. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, great. But he's in a healthy relationship right now. He's getting engaged. So it's all good. <laughs> getting married next summer. Yes. And we all like her. Yes. <laughs> um, when that transition happened, when you got, um, when you married Rodney and you had your stepchildren or bonus children, I call Addie bonus child. Yes. Um, what, did you do anything to make sure that Dustin still felt like that? Cause it was just you and Dustin for oh, yes. a while. The first, yes. I used to make it a point to like on the nights that we didn't have the other kids. I used to tell Rodney, I'm going to go in Dustin's room and watch a movie with him. Because him and I always used to watch movies together. So I used to go in his room and watch movies with him. And we used to go to McDonald's by ourselves. Oh, like one time, oh, because we weren't used to feeding more people when we first got married. And one time I went to pick Dustin up from a football game or practice. And we walked in the house, and Rodney and his three kids already ate, and everything was gone. So I was like, come on, Dustin, we're going to McDonald's. <laughs> I can't imagine them doing that. I, <laughs> I go, they ate everything, so you and I will leave. <laughs> but yeah, and I used to really stress out when I had the other kids, too, because well, I was used to having all those extra kids. And feeding that many people, I'm yes. sure. I used to stress out and go, oh my God, what are we going to feed everybody? We didn't have enough money because when we first got married, we had money issues. We were living paycheck to paycheck pretty much. I I, mean... As a witness, I can say you handled it very well. (laughs) Lisa, his... The ex-wife sent Riker home one time on the weekend (laughs) to say it's my our turn to get his hair cut. We didn't have no money. So Riker and I had to go to the pawn shop to pawn things off to get money for his haircut. Well, I would have never guessed it. You didn't. You didn't break a sweat. Um, I also. I don't know if this was you or if this is Aunt Tammy that has said it. But did you also get Dustin special snacks that you let him keep in his room? So. Other- oh yes, I did. <laughs> I wouldn't want the other. <laughs> I mean, that sounds horrible, but. <laughs> But in all reality, I used to do that for Dustin. I used to go, Dustin, here's the special food for you. <laughs> well, I get it, though. Special snack. Like, Addie, she has lactose intolerant. And yes. so sometimes Braxton can have stuff that she can't. And yes. You just want to hide it. I know. But I just treat them all fairly. Like, one night, Friday nights, when I didn't have to work on a Saturday, we got up and at midnight and said, let's go to McDonald's and left Rodney in bed sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> we used to sneak and go through the drive-thru. And, yeah. And I used to take each kid to the store if they were with me in the afternoon. And, like, one time I had Mariah. And I go, oh, don't tell anyone, but you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and then vice versa, I'd take Dustin and Reed. I go, hey, Dustin and Reed, it's just you two. What do you guys want special? Yeah. Make it special for each of them. Yeah. Well, I remember being a single parent when I was working and making good money, taking the kids, just the three of us, and and taking them out for a nice fancy dinner or something because they were so well behaved. And it was, I cherished those times. And when things started getting hard, I remember not focusing enough on those times and said I would feel bad, guilty that they didn't have their dad here. And so single parents don't 
let those things get in your way. Enjoy every second of every day with your children. And no matter how bad times are, you've got your health and you've got your babies. Enjoy yeah. them. And yeah. our favorite times don't, was don't actually let, with you, Rhonda. Right. When I used to and call I, you on Saturday afternoon, you guys would be on the couch with blankets and pillows and watching VHS I know, movies. I would clean the house really good and then make a big bed on the floor. And we'd yes. get, like the time I got all the Herbie movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah. And the movies that was come popular for like the pigs talking, make homemade cookies or something, so that we could have snacks and I'd get Taco Bell or McDonald's yeah. to eat, have a big picnic on the floor. Yeah. Yes. So don't ever let the bad times get make you feel guilty, and so guilty that it overwhelms you that you can't focus on the good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I have my moments where I am just sitting on the couch with Braxton and we're watching a movie. And- and then it ends, and then we turn on another one, and I'm like, I feel so bad. We're watching, like, back-to-back movies, but in the end, he's going to look back and just be like, snuggling with you on the couch and watching yeah. movies was my favorite thing to do with you. And so, yeah, so I right. think sometimes we're way too hard on ourselves as moms, Absolutely. especially. And I know, then, that's my favorite time. I mean, mom wasn't a single mom, but Grant, our mom, uh, my favorite memories of us in the living room and us on the couch and I remember grandma laying like this and we would be behind her leg laying on her leg yep <laughs> and we were all watching tv in the black yeah. and white house yep. or something. even with her seven kids she babysat five days a week she some days she'd wake up when it was rainy and she'd come and wake us up and say we're gonna miss school today we're gonna <laughs> stay home and have a jammy day and we're, we were all like all right <laughs> and that's what we did not very often, but once in a while. It was, Dustin it was liked awesome. school. Yes, I wanted Dustin so to stay I. home and have pajama day, and you guys wanted to go to school. Same with Chelsea, too. We, yeah. I would have paid her money, and she wouldn't go for it. <laughs> I know. Um, so, th- I guess that kind of gets us into the, my next question, then. Um, what was some of your, what was your, like, most favorite thing about being a single parent? I know we always talk about, like, struggles as a single parent, but did you have, like, a favorite thing about being a single mom? I think for me it was not having to share because I have friends that had both parents and I could see the differences they'd have, the fights they would have and that just, for me it was just not having to answer to anybody else when it come to what I did with my kids and whatnot, you know. Yeah. If I wanted to give them ice cream for breakfast. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, I don't know. And it, I think because of being single, it made it easier for me to do all the family things that I did with my mom, with mom and dad, grandma and grandpa. You know, mm-hmm. we always did going to the beach and we always did family stuff. Yeah. And I think because I didn't have to worry about another, my other half his family or anything. Holidays <laughs> were probably true. pretty easy for yeah. both of you. Yeah, because we yes. didn't have to worry about going to another family. We didn't have to share with another family. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. Would you say that was probably your favorite thing too? Yes. I always used to tell Dustin he was little, oh, and I get you all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I don't have to share you. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say having your dad come when he did was, like we couldn't have done the fun holidays that we had because without his support we would have never had some of the fun times that we had yeah some of those adventures that we went on yeah um and then let me see i'm trying to think what other questions i have listed hi callie that's my mom's cat Um, and Rhonda thinks she's real, a child. Yeah, my mom calls her my sister. 
it's fun. She's been my easiest. No, actually, she's been my hardest. <laughs> I've spoiled her. Terrible. Um. So Terry, you kind of already mentioned this that you already like you already knew you always wanted to be a mom since like seventh grade. But mom, um, did you always know you wanted to be a mom? Or yes. Okay. Absolutely. I, it took me a little longer in life, I think, for all of us girls, actually, to have our children. And I'm thankful we for that. Because had I had you any younger, I don't know if I could have done it. It was hard enough as it was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, though, yes. I used to babysit since the time I was, like, probably 11 years old. Well, I wanted to get married right after high school and have kids and not work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you did something wrong somewhere. <laughs> I did. Instead, I was a single mom at age 13. <laughs> Still working. And I had to work. You didn't wash sheets soon enough, Terry. <laughs> we teased Terry about how she Virgin Terry. how she uh, how she had Dustin. <laughs> um, that was the best night of sheet washing. <laughs> It was the best because it gave you dust. Yes. Um, (laughs) So with my Mommy Not podcast, both of you know, kind of like my passion is trying to help moms find who they are outside of just being moms. Um, And so I'm sure being a single mom, um, it was hard for you to be anything other than a mom. So what, like... How did you find like hobbies or things to do and enjoy outside of being a mom 24-7? For me, because of my being close to all my family and having other family that can watch my kids, my older sister and I, when you were really young, we took up a, a, some kind of a, a painting class for a short while. Um, for, but with me working all the time and then with you, I guess... I've never been one to really have hobbies or be interested in certain things that were my passion. So uh, the staying at home with my kids and not having to work and being able to do the movie stuff and whatnot was more, sounded, was always what I would rather prefer to do than, I didn't have any hobbies I was interested in really. Mm. And I guess now my son kind of blames me for him not having that confidence to go out and dance in public as an adult now and stuff because I didn't push. I never had a lot of. Yeah, but he can't say that because I do that. I go I know. And besides that, that's up to a person to go on dance. Well, I, I'm just kind of lightly. He just said, well, I wish you would have pushed me to do more mom and be more secure myself. Oh. But he that runs in our family, though, too. Yeah. For the, the insecurities. And, well, even for me and mom and Roxanne have talked about that. That's but, true. But, yeah, I've just never had, I've never been one to have hobbies. Or, like, as a child in school, I never had sports that I was interested in. I just, hmm. I didn't. You just got I don't trouble. feel like I missed out on it. I, I chose the other <laughs> way. I'm the one. I was kind of the black sheep, yeah. I like to go out and try new things that weren't always the best things for me. I kept my hobbies. I love to read. So, and every time Dustin took a nap, I would read my book. And if I got into a really good book, I used to bring it out to the high chair. When he was eating in his high chair, I'd be reading the book in one hand and feeding him. <laughs> 
And, and I really loved my pictures and scrapbooking, so that was kind of nice. We used to scrapbook once a month at a friend's house, so we, I used to, Grandma used to take care of the kids when Tammy and I used to do that, because Tammy used to drive out from Salem and stay, the, spend the night and bring her kids with her. I remember, because I would go with you guys scrapbooking. Yeah, I used to go with us. That sometimes. was fun. So, but lucky for me, I wasn't much of a hobby person either besides reading. I used to just, working six days a week, I was just too tired. I just wanted to go home and veg. (laughs) Watching movies. Watching movies. I used to love all the Disney shows with you guys. As a single mom, you kind of got hooked on cartoons. Mm Yeah. And I was so mad when they took off, as told by Ginger. <laughs> I wanted to write a letter to the whoever editor. it was, Nickelodeon, and say, okay, what? <laughs> These moms are invested. I know. And same with that other one with the surf kids. Remember the oh, California yeah. surfer kids? I can't the remember. The dad was a Hawaiian. No, the dad was... They, he worked with a Hawaiian guy. And they used to go rollerblading. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. I cannot remember the name at all. But yeah. he got married in Hawaii, and after that, they took the show off. Wow. So I was mad about that, too. They didn't go over a blended... They didn't go over the blended think, family? Yes. <laughs> um, so I know you guys both have touched on this a lot as far as, like, a vill- needing a village and having family nearby was really helpful. Um, but outside of that, like outside of immediate family and close friends like did you guys have any additional resources that you would go out to i know you terry mentioned um parents parent magazines yes that helped a lot um but did you have any additional resources that you i know right now a lot of people have like facebook mom groups um and stuff but no because i felt like i mom my mom or grandma was so close and grandpa that my grandpa, my, my dad is who I reached out to all the time with things. Mm-hmm. I did have a couple friends that had children the same age as you and Colton that their parenting at that time was really good and I they kind of helped me with being single. Them and their husbands kind of helped in areas at times during that time that like if I was working and needed extra help for you kids or kept us involved in family, vaca- different vacations other than just our own family. Yeah. Yeah. And you, um, Terry, you just kind of dug yourself into, like, the parenting magazines and... Yeah. And with the family. I think going to church helped, too. Having a faith. I used to make make sure I prayed with Dustin every night. He knew who Jesus was and angels and everything. Mm -hmm. Yep, I even taught... Sunday school for a while oh, with you kids when you were little while I was working I remember working quite a bit and getting the the snack ready and whatever craft we were going to do and did that for quite a while I was I could look back now and think how did I do that yeah, I know. <laughs> working seven days a week and a Sunday school right? teacher <laughs> um for so this is a question for both of you we have, I have a couple more questions and then we'll be done but um what is some of the best mom advice you have ever gotten and if you can remember who gave that it to you I've ever gotten mm-hmm. 
You can think about it. You don't have to answer right away. <laughs> well, someone told me when I had the baby shower, don't worry about your house. Sleep when you want to sleep. And believe me, I did. <laughs> when Dustin took naps on my split shifts at work, I took a nap with him. Mm-hmm. And that really helped a lot. I missed a whole Christmas day because of him and I napping for two and a half hours. Because <laughs> I woke up and I go, how come me and Dustin aren't in any of those videos? And Rhonda, Roxanne, and Tammy, while well, you were sleeping. <laughs> so you took that advice to heart. Yes. Yeah. I think for me, people always saying, enjoy the moment. This too shall pass. You know, your children... It only lasts for a while. They grow up fast, and before you know it, they don't need you. And I listen to them, but not even enough. And that I can't even say that enough to other parents. Like when I see parents struggling with a, a not a very well-behaved child in the store, and the parents getting frustrated, I can smile. And a lot of times, I even even before all the COVID, I would put kind of touch them and say, "Take a breath. Just remember, this too shall pass. They're they're only going to be little for a while, and then before you know it, they're not yeah. even going to need you. So just enjoy it." Yeah. It does happen so fast. It does. It happens in and a blink of eye. I had many parents tell me that when they seen times when I'd be struggling. Enjoy the And I would hear them, and I, but it's like, man, I wish I would have even listened harder to that mm-hmm. and kept held on to that because it's true. Yeah, because you never you know, know when, like, I remember Dustin getting up on my lap to snuggle, and I don't remember now the last time how old he was like, <laughs> even as that. my children mm-hmm. being a, you guys being adults i would pay for you two to come and snuggle in bed and watch a movie with me <laughs> i know that would be too weird but i that's you feel like that as a mother i yeah. know like i told colton your brother when i said i called to check him on once and know him and gave him a bad time about something he was terry i mean destin has told me we're men I go, I don't care how. I go, in our eyes, you guys are those little seven and six That's right. They yeah. always, you guys. I go, that's always. the way we see you. Yep. <laughs> I know. I I was actually thinking the other day how I, the last time I rocked Braxton to sleep before I put him in his crib, he won't even let us rock him now. He'll take his blankie and he takes, he walks the up the stairs. And, he does? Yeah, he'll try, once we get to his bedroom, he'll try to play and run run out of his bedroom, but... We just lay him in his crib and he puts himself to sleep. It's like, Aww. man. Yeah. As much as I used to stress and be upset about him just not wanting to fall asleep, it's just, it's so true. It, in a blink of an eye, you don't even remember the last time you were able right? to rock them. Yeah. They grow up really fast and just, Too fast. just take in your moments and enjoy it. Yeah. At each age. Yeah. Yep. Don't rush it because we can't. We, we don't get no do-overs. Right. We can only make tomorrow better. And that's, I hope young parents remember that always because Lord knows I made plenty of mistakes. And you, you know, you got to forgive yourself, but at the same time, you never forget them. Mm-hmm. And you just have to keep moving on and make, try to make tomorrow better. Yeah. I get that chance with my, with my kids often, not often enough as I could every day with both my kids but with my grandkids down I'll tell you they I mean, mean everything Addie, I was looking at a picture and she was like Ad, a baby I know Addie was just a baby when she was seven mm-hmm. crazy yep. oh I'm gonna give her a gift at camping oh okay we get, I <laughs> gave her the gift from David and Colt and I yeah karaoke machine listeners she got him a she got her a freaking karaoke machine and Michael said really Rhonda I said, you're welcome. <laughs> Braxton did. 
<laughs> he, he was so excited, but it reminded me of how when Bonnie, the big dog, barks, and Winnie's back there barking, and she has no clue what she's barking at. She's just doing it because Bonnie is. That's how it was when Addie was get, opening her karaoke <laughs> machine and all excited, Braxton was like, <laughs> but he really didn't know. He didn't know what oh he was excited God. about. I love those okay. kids. Hopefully, you know, Bonnie and the other dog are, are dogs. Bonnie. Yeah, they're dogs. They're, yeah, they're dogs. Um, <laughs> she never sits up. I know. Um, so the last question that we I, we've already gone over some really good stuff, I think. But um, if you can think, the most important thing to remember as a mother, like just a small, short little thing to remember as a mom. Besides taking care of yourself, your babies come first, no matter, at, at, to, always, forever. That's a good one. I'm going to say patience. Mm-hmm. Patience is very important. I remember losing control with Dustin a couple times as a single mom. And um, there was like twice, one when he was like one and one when he was like four, I just remember getting so mad. I feel so guilty even to this day how I handled the situations. Mm-hmm. And you just have to take a step back and not get so angry and mad because they're just little humans. Yep. We don't know what they're going through. And you have to learn to have patience because they can probably feel your tension. Mm-hmm. So I would say practice patience on yourself until you have patience yes. with your kids. Most definitely. Yeah. That's a good one. That's even with grandsons. <laughs> when he, when I'm running around with him through the day, he can throw such a fit over something and give me the worst hot flash, hot flash I've ever had. And within a second, he can be doing something that just makes me melt. And it's like, ah, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> even through all the hot flashes <laughs> and frustration of him upset because he wants something and you don't know what it is he wants. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for chatting with us on Momming Up Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. And we'll see you guys next week.